I'm a true champion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestle Plug. It's time for the State of Wrestling Address. Every week we cover the wrestling news of the week and also talk a lot of shit because sometimes it's really boring like this week. I am, of course, the Egyptian death machine, the king of shithousery, better known as the videographer of many a promotion. It is, of course, Aaron Nix. Joining me this week, one half of the Tan and Veer connection. He is, of course, the man who puts wood in Bollywood. It's Tan Vera. As always, pleasure being here and thank you for having me. <laughs> Excellent. And of course, from Peacehaven, weighing in at exactly 180 lays, he is the king of bromance. He is, of course, the proprietor of Peacehaven and he is, of course, the sexiest man in a Hawaiian shirt under the age of 25, that is. And a son come of Hey guys, welcome back to uh, CWP Diamonds in the Rough 2023. Right. Day 23 uh, Diamonds in the Rough. <laughs> now oh. we rank numbers 123 to 124. Oh. Diamond Durden <laughs> and Danny Disorder. <laughs> Robbie Nitro. <laughs> No, no, there's no, there is no number. To, he's just a big fat zero because he's a Cam. fucking potato. Cam. Oh. And I'm Yo. sure he'll probably put I've, some ooh. status I up about how I don't interrupt. Cam Vera, I swear down, if you've already started interrupting me a minute. No, no, no. No, no, no. I said, I said Cam. And then, you understand uh, me? Sorry, I said Cam and then you kept talking so I'm, I'm not, not going to interrupt. Look. You might not look like you're of age, but I will fuck you, sir. Uh, right. Oh, mate, I'd, I'd, I'll, I'll gladly welcome it. Yeah, me too. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about the biggest news, which of course is that Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns has been made official for Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Never mind the fact that Tony Khan put out a tweet saying uh, some BS in Saudi Arabia, which have then drew the ire of Booker T, who responded um, and said that Khan is not stupid. He responded by saying, yeah, yeah, but maybe he is in a lot of ways. Uh, but the big news, obviously, is the fact that it's going to be Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia. Cameron Anderson, you are the master of all things celebrity. Are you ready for Logan Paul and Roman Reigns? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a very interesting match to watch. Um, yeah, I've definitely got my eye on that one. Um yeah, I think Logan Paul's been very impressive so far, but he stands no chance against the Tribal Chief. I look forward to seeing him lose his first match. How dare you. Uh, Tanvir, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. Good for business? Um, it is good for business on both sides, just especially seeing Roman in the press conference. That Just that alone was money on how we rinsed. Yeah, so I think it's a it's a good thing, and Tony Khan basically saying about oh Saudi Arabia is like, well look at how much money they're getting from it. <laughs> yeah, it's like wasn't it wasn't it a couple podcasts though that like we that asked Cam of like oh if you if you were to be offered like Saudi money would you and Cam was no hesitation was like yeah <laughs> was like, no hesitation right mate well yeah, yeah but it's like you put that money in front of you like yeah. you know 
not, I reckon nine out of ten people are gonna just like. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Go against their morals. I think a lot of people just like virtue signal online. It's like if that was in front of you right now, yeah. and you just had the opportunity to just solve all your problems in your life with that money, you you do it. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're telling me all these little melts online that are like, oh, it's so disrespectful taking blood money in Saudi Arabia. So if I slide fifteen million dollars on the table and say. Here you go. All you got to do is go to the dusty vagine of the Middle East and have a little wrestling match for a couple of days and come back. Uh, no, out of principle, I'm not going to do that. Now, if you excuse me, I'm just going to put on my pair of trainers that were made by a bunch of Taiwanese sweatshop workers while I text about it on my phone that was probably made by a Chinese slave labourer. Fuck off, mate. Yeah. I mean, this, this whole thing yeah. of acting like Saudi... Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Is it a terrible country? In some parts, absolutely. However... Like you don't solve that by just completely shit canning everybody who's yeah. in that country. That's true. Yeah. Right, well, I think I think we've spoken about that before. Where I've said, well, you know, there's there's areas to criticize all countries for. You know, I've said in the past, like, you know, the UK has done some terrible. You know, England's done some terrible things under the British Empire. CIA has done some terrible things. So why is it, you know, different when all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, in the Middle East? Yeah. Aaron, I just want to quickly ask, because you're the most travelled out of, I think, the three of us. Have you actually been to Saudi or? I have, yes. Okay. Yeah, in Saudi Arabia when I was admittedly much younger when I couldn't really appreciate what it was. I, I don't want to sound. I don't want it to sound like being racist or anything. Of like, oh yes, I know. Arab. I look like I belong in Saudi Arabia. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. I, that's why I phrased it in a slightly different way. But okay. Yes. No, I'm not officially from Saudi Arabia, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not why I take up the shows in Saudi Arabia. I am half Egyptian, and no, they're not the same fucking thing. Think of it as good Arabs and bad Arabs, and I'm still furious that Saudi Arabia beat Egypt in the World Cup uh, in Russia, but that's another story. <laughs> Saudi Arabia versus Egypt in Russia. What could possibly go wrong? Right. We just put Iran in the group while we're here. Um... <laughs> Also, uh, speaking of Roman Reigns and Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, obviously, this must have been a work, but uh, he uh, responded to Logan Paul getting mouthy at the presser, saying, it's just ignorance, man. It's fine from afar, but when I'm sitting on the same stage and I'm hearing some of that dumb shit spewed out, of course it's going to anger me and things are going to pop off. But at the same time, before he came here, no disrespect, didn't know who he was. I'm not a 15-year-old little girl. I don't watch Logan Paul or any of the Paul YouTube vlog people. That's not what I do. Good trash talk. I think Roman smashed it. I, I oh, think he... Roman in the press conference was like incredible, came across incredibly well. Uh, it's quite funny because Oki is the biggest Logan Paul fan I know. So <laughs> Roman Reigns referred to him as a 15-year-old girl. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> I love the way you said that. Fifteen-year-old girl, very funny. I just found it hilarious when I think um, Rome was being interviewed, and he's, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I thought Blade Mayweather like a little kid." I'm like, "Nice." Roman killed it in the press conference. Roman Reigns is on absolute fire. I cannot stop watching back. Two things of Roman Reigns. I must have watched them like 15 times this week alone because I like to watch back promos and stuff for uh, inspiration on my videos. One is the promo that was made for him and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania to Metallica, Hunt You Down. That was fucking sick. All Nightmare Long, I think is the actual song. And the other one is Roman Reigns' promo when he does the contract signing and he goes off at Lesnar. 
and talks about how everything belongs to him. Yeah. Uh, and he calls him a farm boy, which I thought was very <laughs> funny. He's like, you must be confused, farm boy. I was like, <laughs> such good shit. He is absolutely on a tear. He can honestly do no wrong. Everything he's on is fantastic. And he's back on SmackDown this week as well. No doubt to hype the uh, the Logan Paul Express. And also, it's... I love the fact that on SmackDown last week, Logan Paul, great account of himself, great promo, fantastic interactions with Paul Heyman, knocked out poor Sami Zayn, then was at ringside. Even though he's getting booed by the audience, he's doing great work. And I think this is smart for business. And also, ultimately... You can slag off the YouTubes all you want. This guy has millions upon millions of subs. He's going to have even more working with the WWE universe, so to speak. Um, it's just money. It's just fucking money. And not only that, it's, it's what what the Saudis want. The Saudis get, including a mass amount of stoning. Yeah. It's got the UK link as well, because with Logan being with KSI's Prime, and then that links back to the Sidemen. So it's like, and they'll promote it as well. So they'll get more UK viewership on it. So I hate the Sidemen. Fair them. enough. Fair enough. I just, I just don't get it. It's frat boy humor. It's not really for me. But um, one thing I will say, you are correct though. It does. It has a trickle down effect. A lot of these YouTubers yeah. working in conjunction with each other. So yeah, it's uh, I, good for business. Yeah. I just find it mental how the best wrestler right now and the most entertaining wrestler for me and the world are in the same faction. Because Sami Zayn's got my most entertaining for this year. Yeah, if you'd said um, Chuck Taylor and uh, Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy, I would have actually fired you uh, right on the spot. Um, but yeah, no, it's they are. They're brilliant. Like, everything yeah. about them. One of the best tag teams in the world, the Usos, fantastic. Um, I cannot get over how quickly Solo Sokoa has settled into a main roster. Did they? It's like a big deal already. Did they, to transition into a different bit of news, because you just mentioned... Um, I don't get why they stripped Solo Sokoa of the North American belt. I think it was put on him as like a little publicity stunt oh, to kind okay. of say, you know, oh, here he is with the rest of the bloodline. He's got a belt. I'm disappointed. It would have been nice if he'd actually dropped it, unless he's injured and we don't know. He had a great match, actually, with Mad Cat Moss last week when he defended it on SmackDown. Um it's disappointing from a certain degree, but at the same time, it doesn't affect his standing on the main roster. Yeah. And as I really wanted him to hold on to it for a while. I think it's very cool that NXT is starting to blend into the main roster more, but I don't know. Maybe they just thought, well, we've got all these guys. If we take the mid-card title away from them, you know, um, how are they supposed to kind of eat as such? They need something to battle over. And if Solo Sko is not going to be available for NXT all the time, because he's doing a lot of these presses and things with a bloodline makes more sense for him to drop the belt but it would have been nice to see him actually drop it because it does devalue the belt a little bit in my opinion yeah it reeks to me of poor forward planning because if you think about it they could have given him the north american title to have on smackdown to elevate that belt and they could have just easily slotted in the uk title as a replacement but obviously they've unified it now so they can't do that mm. Speaking of unification, very sad news. Mandy Rose and Tino Sabatelli get engaged. Congrats to them. That's all I said. Congrats to them. No, Carl Wilkinson is crying right now. That's why he's not here. Yeah, do you remember? I mean, he hasn't been seen since Alexa Bliss got married. Uh, well, actually, no, he's not seen once, and he looked, frankly, very on edge as it was. So, yeah. <laughs> edging. He's edging. He is. He's definitely edging. Yeah. He's had blue balls for about seven years, that poor boy. <laughs> yeah, that man. Nah, nah. He's, he said he had a hookup last week. 
Ooh. with his lily doll he got off WWE Euroshop. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> wrestling is about to hit the victory road. PWI Insider is reporting that a handful of big matches have been added to this Friday's Impact Wrestling Victory Road event in Nashville, Tennessee. Impact World Champion Josh Alexander is set to team with Rick Swan and Heath to take on Honor No More's Eddie Edwards, who teams with the OGKs Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. The match will be something of a preview as Alexander is set to defend his title against Eddie Edwards ugh, in the main event of October's Bound for Glory in Albany. Mickey James will also be in action on Friday, taking on Giselle Shaw. Come on. And if James loses, the former Impact Knockouts champion will be forced to retire. James and Shaw aren't the only knockouts that we're battling at Victory Road, as Mia Yim will be taking part in an intergender triple threat revolver match for a shot at the Impact X Division champion Speedball Mike Bailey. Bailey is set to defend his title against Delirious on Friday, as announced after Bailey's title defense against Mascara Dorada. As announced previously, Moose, Sammy Callahan, and Steve Matlin are set to deal with their lingering issues in a freeway barbed wire massacre match. Also, Killer Kelly will face Tasha Steeles and Impact Knockouts champion Jordan Grace will take on Max the Impaler, who was chosen by Grace's Bound for Glory opponent, Masha Slamovich. Father James Mitchell will be in Max's corner. Victory Road will, of course, be available on Impact+. Plus. Uh, we excited about this card? It's great. It's, it's a strong card and it feels like this is the thing with Impact, is because you've got AEW and WWE that Impact's just slowly getting like, it feels like it's swept under the rug when it's like, no, it's putting on these banger cards, and it's like... They're taking their time. They're really yeah. slow burning it, but it might pay dividends. They're getting bigger houses in, they're getting slowly uh, an uptake in numbers. One of the biggest things, we mentioned this, I believe, last week as well, like... Um, I, I would like to see it back on a more regular platform. Like, I would like to see it aired live on British TV. Um, uh, I so it was done, like, two days later, wasn't it? It was kind of like a delayed thing, and then they'd have it on Challenge, I think, at one point. I remember. Um, and that's fine, but I'd rather watch these things live so I don't get caught out by the sport, especially as this is pre-taped as it is, so you can technically read the spoilers anyway, a lot of this stuff. But the fact that it's not on YouTube... Or even just on Impact Plus. Like, I think you can watch it on Impact Plus, but it's on delay, so you have to wait like a week or so. So the only way to really watch it, as far as I know, is on the Twitch stream. And that mm. in itself you can't do because it's VPN blocked. So it's only available yeah. in America. Um, so you have to kind of... The only other way is you can watch um, a stream that's done by uh, Havoc. What's her name? Something Havoc. I forgot. Her Jessica name. Havoc? Jessica Havoc has her own Twitch stream and streams it while somewhat talking over it, which is no offense to Jessica, good for her for doing that. But it's also that thing of like, ah, I'd rather just watch it without any kind of commentary or anything. Uh, and it's just not the same in terms of quality. It just doesn't feel as accessible. I, and I think same with NWA. We were talking about how they took power off of YouTube, then put it under a payment platform. I get that because they have every right to make money. But at the same time, it then disenfranchises a lot of people, especially when they're already paying a tenner for the network, 10 quid for Netflix, 10 quid for Amazon Prime, £5 for Impact Plus. There's AW on Fight TV, which costs money unless you want to watch it, you know, on delay on ITV. Illegal stream. <laughs> yeah, I, you, what? Never heard of it. Um, so, you know, but the bottom line is I would never do such a thing. <laughs> Check out uh, wrestling.io. Uh, um, but, you know, it's one of those things where you just think, yeah, oh, there's so much I have and there's so many little expenses in a cost of living crisis. Make it e make it as easy as possible for people to consume your product. And if you're going to stream it, make sure 
and it's a paid stream, make sure it's live. So at least people can watch it live and enjoy it or, you know, in retrospect, at their own leisure as soon as they want to see it. Maybe if they are in Britain, they can wake up the next morning and go, right, it's time for Dynamite, it's time for Impact, whatever. If they can't do that or it's not readily accessible, they probably will forget about your product. And I do think that's one of the reasons that Impact doesn't get the numbers that it should do. I remember for a brief bit when Impact was on Channel 5. And Channel 5 was great. And I, I remember should... Channel 5 for my uh, soft core erotica on a Saturday night. Marvellous stuff. What do you mean? They aired, the emoji... <laughs> no, they aired the emoji movie during the Queen's funeral. Channel 5, the lads. <laughs> I did wonder why the emoji movie was trending. Like, I personally think it's disrespectful that the Queen's funeral was placed at the same time as the emoji movie, and I'd appreciate it if people had a little bit more class in the scenario. But I, I, I think what they did on Channel Five was it went from the emoji movie straight into Paddington Two. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, while the Queen's funeral was going on on all the chan- yeah. on the all the that other channels. That was her favourite thing, wasn't it? She loved Paddington as well. Like Ch- <laughs> Channel Five just said, "Fuck it," and we're gonna hear what we want. <laughs> Coming up in ten years' time, when King Charles passes away, Channel Five airs the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Right? Yes, <laughs> Pooh, rest in peace, eel. <laughs> and no, I will not be fucking watching that movie ever. Fuck you guys. Um. <laughs> Not happening. We'll discuss that in the any other business portion. So we can, we can cryptic, cryptic music playing during WWE Raw and at WWE events. The Jefferson Airplane song, White Rabbit, which by the way is a banger and make a fantastic theme music. I actually thought about having it as my entrance theme, but a little too slow for me. Um, but this obviously has sent the internet wrestling community into a rabid frenzy because they believe pun intended, so that it is Bray Wyatt's imminent return to television. Are we buying this, or are we getting forced to mark out over something that may not potentially be what we want? I don't know. Right, good answer. <laughs> uh, um, it, it's it's going to be Keanu Reeves or Bray Wyatt dress up as Morpheus. Nah, it's Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling will make his WWE debut this Friday on SmackDown. Mark my words, it it's, will happen. It's Lawrence... when Ryan Gosling replaced Jake Hollister as a picture for the six-man uh, Dirty Scramble match that you're on that yeah, What a moment that was. Cheers, Ryan, for filling in for us. Because um... poor Jake Hollister couldn't make it for the podcast, so we just put a picture of Ryan Gosling up oh my and God. assumed that would be a more than oh tolerable replacement. God. Uh, it's gonna be well. It's gonna be Lawrence Fishburne. He's just gonna appear. No, when are we getting Jake Hollister no. back over though? That is my question. Jake Hollister is a fucking gangster. Uh, I and love Jake Hollister. Uh, Him and Franco Varga are easily still to this day two of the best people I've ever worked with. But yeah, uh, I I hope it's Bray Wyatt. I think that Bray Wyatt coming back to WWE is perfect because God knows I don't want to see him on Dynamite where he'll have a three-week stint like Malachi Black and then shit-canned or end up having a a bad depressive bout. Like WWE is the place for him. They have the production value. They have the TV scales to do it. They can do the cinematic stuff again, which I think is quite nice. Um, There's a lot of scope for it. So we'll see what that uh, that incurs. And also Bray Wyatt is legitimately somebody who could knock off a world champion. And I feel like they're running out of options for who could potentially dethrone Roman Reigns. Cody. What about Ryan Gosling? I'm down. Book it. 
All right, moving on. Uh, Young Bucks break their silence on their AEW suspension. Young Bucks changed their Twitter bio to suspended as fuck on Sunday night. That apparently is pretty much all they revealed, other than the fact that being the elite is currently on hiatus, probably because balance. Um, Young Bucks, do do we care at this point, really? It seems to have already fizzled out pretty quickly. It seems like everyone's only really focused on what they're going to do with CM Punk. I mean, with the Bucks, I don't really care. It's just the thing is, um, Tokyo Game Show was this week, and um, Kenny Omega was over in Japan as part of the Capcom TV bit, and you can see the bite mark on his forearm. You can see the bite mark from where a steel bit Kenny on the. He Capcom must have chomped in pretty hard. Then he must have gone full Tyson on the guy. Yeah, you could see you could see it, and people were pointing it out, and it was like, oh yeah, that's pretty visible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. So with the Bucks, they're kind of keeping it on the low down. Whereas Kenny, Kenny Omega just went, "Oh yeah, I'm suspended. I'm gonna go to Japan and just go to Sega and just chill out with the Bushi." Fair, Cameron Anson. Anything to add? I don't know. I feel like yeah, the CM Punk thing is more interesting because we don't know where it's gonna go. I feel like Young Bucks they're just gonna come back in a bit. Yeah, and that's it. Like. I think well, CM Punk is a lot more sort of intrigue of what could potentially happen. Is he gone forever? He should Who knows? go. Is I'll he going to be I'll tell you what is very exciting. To quote Kel Mitchell, oh, here it goes. Mm-hmm. Rookie the Dragon Steamboat is getting back in the ring later this year. <laughs> and it is giving his recently retired rival, Ric Flair, the itch again. Oh uh, I'm happy for him, Flair said on the latest episode of his To Be The Man podcast. Every cunt's got one. Yes, including us, and we're aware that we're cunts. I think it's great. <laughs> Steve Perkins, promoter of Big Time Wrestling, is a great promoter, so I wish them all well, whoever's involved. I don't know the situation. At no point, though, did Flair address the fact that Steamboat reportedly turned down an offer to take part in Ric Flair's last match, but the Nature Boy is happy for him regardless. It's one of those deals where nobody's ever going to be Ricky Steamboat, Flair continued, so they might as well watch him while they can and enjoy the opportunity because there never will be another Ricky Steamboat. At entry level, he's betting 50% of the guys in the business today, and he wouldn't get in the ring if he wasn't. He holds himself to a very high standard. I imagine he'll probably look better than the guys he's in the ring with because he's always in good shape. Later in the show, the 16-time champion confessed that Steamboat coming back makes me want to come back again, much to the surprise of co-host and son-in-law and Flair's last match promoter, Conrad Thompson. I went back up to Lincoln and started training again, Flair said, with no inclination as to whether or not he was serious. What else is there to do? Question mark. So, Ric Flair versus uh, Ricky Steamboat one more time, yeah? The Chi-Town Rumble, we all down for that? Nah, I think what the people really want is Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair versus Bromance. Surely we can make this happen, guys. You will literally give them a heart attack. <laughs> one, one thumb up means that we will book it. So one thumb up on this video. We get four or five likes if we're lucky, unless something goes viral. So I don't know if anyone wants to admit something now that might cause an absolute stir on the internet. That might help the premise. One thumb up, and we will make this happen. One hundred percent. Just one thumbs up is all you're after to make <laughs> romance versus Steamboat and Flair happen. <laughs> but can... hey, guys, let's let's aim for two likes, okay? All right, yeah. <laughs> one for Cruz and one for Cameron. Don't forget about Victor. Who? Yeah, Hello? no, Logan's taking that match, not Cruz. 
what even though he abandoned you for Jackson Hour? Yeah, uh, well, you know, have you noticed this? I just, I just... Other than you, all the tag guys in bromance they all seem to just run off with whatever partners available i don't want to insinuate that the bromance are a bunch of sluts but they're a bunch of sluts yeah no because i actually had a different tag partner on saturday didn't i so <laughs> who was it cam it was barry cooper is so, he um... related to um barry scott by any chance <laughs> bang, no, bang! Actually. does so he finish with the bang yeah. No. What about brand? New, what about brand new kitchen gun? I don't know. To be honest, um, I, I can't remember. Does he deal with lime scale rust and grounding dirt? Uh, so yeah, you'll need all the hum- you'll need all the humor you can get for the next news topic. Huge update on Patrick Clark's assault case. Uh, yeah, I know. Now this is epic, guys. Is this like a month? The pat the month of Patrick Clark news. Fucking hell. Yeah. One like, <laughs> one like, and Patrick Clark. No, one, one like, and Patrick Clark will touch up Cam. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. That's right. so much worse than what I was going to say. Jesus. The wrestle plug does not condone any touching of anyone of a young age. Uh, one week after being released from Seminole County Jail in Florida, PW Insider has a new update on the pending court case of Patrick Clark. Court records indicate that Clark's upcoming court appearance, initially scheduled for August the 20th, surrounding charges of battery and trespassing, has been cancelled. Information provided by the court points to a lack of evidence in the case, leading the prosecutors to label the case not suitable for prosecution. As noted, police records stated that Clark got into a physical altercation with an employee at the club Orlando Fitness Gym after being asked to leave a portion of the gym for it to be properly cleaned. Clark became irate and argumentative towards the staff member, so he was asked to leave the facility altogether. It was then that the former NXT North American champion allegedly threatened the employee's life, resulting in a fight where Clark was said to have bit the man in the left peck. Seems pretty good for a steal. Why not for Patrick? Clark ultimately entered a plea of not guilty and was released on a $1,200 bond, which, according to PW Insider's report, was released back to the person who put it on 9-9. Don't know what that quite means. Oh, or maybe that's the day. Clark was released from jail on September the 13th, 2022. The latest arrest triggered a probation violation stemming from previous charges of possession of cocaine, use of possession of drug paraphernalia, destroying slash altering slash concealing physical evidence, and having no lamp slash illuminating devices in his vehicle. I think if he had drugs, he probably had a lamp of some sort. When that incident occurred, Clark was incarcerated for 25 days in the same county. Jail. Clark was released by WWE in May 2021, but had not appeared on television since losing to Adam Cole in December of 2020. So, not enough evidence to prosecute Patrick Clark. Maybe someone should have a look at his phone. How about that? Uh, what do we think about that? Yeah, that's pretty heavy. Um, you know, poor little Jim guy's just trying to do his job, clean up the weights, making sure there's no uh, you know, everything is up to code, and Patrick Clark just comes out Patrick fighting. Yeah, disgusting, disgusting actions from Patrick Clark. What do we think um, about uh, Patrick Clark volleying back, by the way? Uh, right after we'd done the state wrestling address, he literally went online and said, um, that was from last week, that uh, EC3 basically was bu- kind of bullshitting when he said that Patrick Clark was using his phone to record people's 
um, nether regions, and apparently, allegedly, there were drugs and all sorts of paraphernalia at said party, and EC3 was doing some uh, extracurricular. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, I believe he said, uh, and I quote, what kind of powder was on the table, EC3? And as we know, there are many types of powder. Uh, personally, yeah, Routine. I was going to say, could potentially be talcum powder. Baking? Baking powder. Still haven't watched Bake Off yet. I have. I can't believe Bake Off has died, and I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm going to have to binge it tomorrow. Next week's Bread Week. <laughs> oh, Bread Week is my favourite week, so I absolutely... But I normally watch it live, so uh, yeah, no, it's. I love Bake Off. I am happy to admit that. I think it's fucking amazing television. I think Paul Hollywood is an absolute dreamboat, mate. Those eyes. Oh, my God. Anyway, um... Yeah, so uh, Patrick Park uh, allegedly looking at people's wangs, EC3 doing coke allegedly. Uh, yeah, good, good, good stuff, I guess. Easy, yeah, to, to be honest, like, um, I know obviously cocaine's illegal, um, but what? it's not that much of a back serve, is it, from Velveteen Dream? Because, like, EC3 is an adult, like, he, he knows what he's putting into his body. Like, I don't know, I, I've got no qualms with what another adult chooses to. Um, put into their body um so you know not not too and darren cruz so. does cocaine in the locker room with bromance yeah i mean i'm, I'm not really about that life but aaron cruz i bet cruz snorts lines off of victor logan's hairy chest honey yeah i'm i'm neither gonna confirm or deny it. one like equals he does two likes equals maybe on a he, saturday he does <laughs> Oh my. oh my oh my vicky guerrero has confirmed AEW are talking about doing a show in the uk soon AEW is venturing into canada soon and there have been talks about doing AEW outside of north america she said there is talk of us going to london uh she's a coach apparently god knows in what other than screeching like a dead albatross uh on captain's corner we're going to be in canada pretty soon so we'll be in toronto so i think with the world opening up and tony khan working on some overseas dates can't wait to get back to london now it is obviously reported many moons ago right before covid struck that apparently the fight for the fallen pay-per-view i believe it was was actually scheduled to be in london at that stage and then they had to cancel it obviously um before they got a chance to even bother announcing it aw in the uk yay or nay yeah, I'll go. Yeah, yeah I'm a slut for a good time. Because of because I know WWE okay, run... in the locker room still confirmed. <laughs> because WWE runs the O2 Arena, what arena would AEW run no, the copper box it, or right? something? You I know, know they don't own it, but <laughs> they're not like that Prince of a Man just where like fucking O2 belongs to me, you would they... Would they... Obviously, they're going to run Oasis Hub, Lord's Hill Academy. <laughs> would would a... that's how many fans of AEW there truly are? Would so... would AEW go for the obvious route and do Craven Cottage or? That, do you know what's really weird about that? Somebody mentioned that to me earlier uh, that I was talking to. Um, and so, yeah, I, can't, I honestly can't remember who, which is a bit weird. And I was discussing it with them. Uh, oh, yeah, it was Frankie T, actually. I was chatting to him earlier and he said they should run it at Craven Cottage. It seems like an obvious route. The problem is that Craven Cottage isn't really designed with yeah. those kind of things in mind. I would love to go out, obviously, as a closet Fulham fan. And, you know, my stepfather's family all support Fulham and stuff. So that'd be pretty cool. I've gone to a lot of games there, but... 
like ultimately it depends on how many tickets they think they can sell i think they would be smart to do an arena show like the o2 or something if they can fill that out then possibly move to a stadium show but of course all the aw you... marks are going to be like it's got to be like clash of the castle we've got to beat wwe no. we've got to have more people and no. i actually don't think they would sell as many tickets. no they wouldn't it's i i kind of feel that any company like a New Japan or an AEW or even an Impact, if you're going to come to the UK, specifically London, try get the Copper Box. The Copper Box is such a great venue. Yeah, it was for the. Uh, what, yeah, was what was it? Um, uh, it, it was a Royal Quest. Yeah, we went to that, didn't we? Um, yeah, it, was, that was, it was really good. Really I love the, the Copper Box is such a brilliant venue. So that's on like about Ali Pali. Close, didn't they? <laughs> Ali Pali is a good shout. It is, it is. It'd be interesting though, because obviously Progress, along with WWE, they use the Alley Pally a lot for Super Strong Star. They didn't this year because of dwindling ticket sales, so they moved it to the Electric Ballroom in Camden. Um, these are all great venues, though. These are all great venues that you should absolutely go and watch wrestling in any way if you get the opportunity, because the atmosphere is amazing. Um, I did I hear right that New Japan are gonna run another Royal Quest? They are October 1st and October 2nd. Um I'm going to the October 1st show. It's they sold tickets already. Tickets are already on sale. Uh, my one October yeah, 1st, October 1st is, is, is almost sold out. October 1st is sold out. They confirmed that, went that today. Right my head. Nobody October, told me. October, I, I, remember, I think Cameron mentioned it in the group chat. Dave, but other than that, like. They've only announced one match for night one, and it's Aussie Open versus FTR for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles. <laughs> okay. Right. We need so, to get tickets. And we need to go. Yeah, so night one's completely sold out. Night two is, um, I still think there's tickets available for night two. I'm not going to night two because I already what? have something booked. What's the cost? Uh, um, I think it's maybe like 60 or something. What? So what is it for like good seats? Like, you know, near the front? For, or for, for near the front, it, I think it's like at least 150 or something like that. 150. Okay, well, it's, it's, I mean, it's not Clash at the Castle level, so it's okay. But yeah. um, I'll, I'll have a look and see what kind of ticket prices. Yeah. We Especially get. with the amount of guys coming over, because I think it's um, Okada, Jay White, Saber Jr., Osprey, Aussie Open, FTR, Jonah, Bad Dude, T.O., um, a lot of good names then. A, 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 a load. I think maybe even Tom Lawler might be coming over. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, a lot of good names coming over for uh, Royal Quest 2 um, in two weeks' time, October 1st and 2nd at Crystal Palace Leisure Centre. Um, I think it's the same venue that ROH used back in 2018 for um, they. You've uh, out for that yet? Uh, I don't think so. For you honor, you know. Be updated on these things because otherwise they'll go over my head. Yeah, British independent wrestling yeah. as well, like a lot of times, but I, I could afford to go to a couple of these shows and I actually would really like to see FDR live. Um because yeah. I haven't had the pleasure. So. Yeah, so I know yeah, no, I did put it in the uh in the group chat and I think like Azzy got back to me and then fucking Whittles just blanked it off. Oh, that was because like, he was on classic. Snapchat. Put it in the actual yeah. wrestling club group chat because that Snapchat right. group chat is fucking that is ratchet mm -hmm. that one mate like don't mate, fucking archie and george are like george won't even come to watch me wrestle in peace haven and he lives four roads away they're doing Cam. hand jobs in peace haven for crack for miles like they ain't gonna fucking turn up and do this shit are they a couple of fucking gimps is what they are gimps you fucking you yeah, fucking twigs <laughs> mate um, george has literally already pulled out the work excuse rather than seeing me wrestle in october in peace haven I mean, work, like cruz has offered to come 
Um, yeah, what's up? When you turn heel instead of Peace Haven, will it be Chaos Haven? No, it's not going to be Chaos Haven. I'm never going to turn a heel. Okay. It's be Peace Haven fucking off. <laughs> fucking are turning heel, right? Uh, like, everybody who has a fucking gimmick that's over like that, they eventually turn heel. And also, let's be honest, you kind of already are heels because you're fuckboys. So it is what it is. Um, we're, we're, what, yeah, we're lovable fuckboys. Bottom line what, is, we're woke kings. Cam, you you're not... actually go, put it in the WrestleBug <laughs> group chat where people have... Wait, what? <laughs> I just heard fuck. I just heard. I just heard fuck boys, and I'm like, yo, cams are nonce. Why is that nonce? You're not. You're not aware of the term fuck boys. I am. I'm just making a really shitty joke. He's just oh, implying okay. you're a paedophile, apparently. Which, yeah. of course, the wrestle bug does not condone. Why do I do this show? Why do I do this show every single time I come? Cam, I, Cam, I, I love Cameron's you. a feeder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to isolate that soundbite and splice it in with some of Aaron Cruz's podcast. That is going to be joke. <laughs> well, Cameron Anderson is a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one where we did a, I did an interview with Truth and he, uh, I think he said something like, oh yeah, it's definitely something that I could see uh, stretching the imagination or something. We were just like putting horrible fucking words in front of it. Just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Look forward to more edit, not edited sound bites in a future day. I, I, I feel bad for kind of pushing this narrative for Cam now. As you fucking should, you disgusting human being. Like, like last... funny about in insinuating that a member of the bromance especially as let's be honest a lot of the bromance's fans look like they're the ones who would touch them and they're the young boys (laughs) I see you on Facebook whatever your name is putting the fucking bromance as your cover picture I see you Ballard getting all thirsty in people's DMs like like last time I was yeah the whole bromance mob are you know way above the age of consent so (laughs) Way above is an understatement. They're above a lot of things, not just consent. <laughs> and the less said about that, the better. Right, we have yeah. one more news topic that I have to discuss. Then I will open the floor to Tanvir to no doubt talk about some news that he wants to talk about. So I have a list here of the longest title reigns in WWE history. And I want you to very quickly tell me whether you think these are good reigns or bad reigns. Get it? Yeah. Roman reigns. Yeah, that's that's the joke. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke. So, um, right, we're going to start with at number twelve, Rockin' Robin, who was the WWE Women's Champion for five hundred and two days. Uh, never heard of him. I, I feel bad. Women's but... Champion, Rockin' Robin. Do not remember Rockin' Robin? Uh, you bloody kids, honestly, you have I'm absolutely sorry. no taste. All right, moving on to the next one. Yeah, you did say women's championship. The time yeah, just said I never heard WWF of him. Women's oh, I never heard of her. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. She was the she basically so long before modern stars such as Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch would dominate the ring. Phrasing names like Rockin' Robin uh, stood at the forefront of WWE, uh, debuting at Survivor Series 1987 in one of the events' uh, trademark okay. tag matches. She quickly rose to the top of the company's women's ranks. Uh, she ended up butting heads with then WWF Women's Champion Sherry Martel and ended her reign. Uh, on October the 7th of 1988, going on to hold it for 502 days. But apparently nobody gives a shit. So we'll move on to number 11, which is Kaylee Ray. I feel bad. I feel bad that I don't know who Rock and Robin is, but... Yes, we will. Anyway, nobody cares. Uh, Every day is a school day. Every day is a school day, Tanvir. Yes, it is. And he would know. Kaylee Ray, WWE, (laughs) the United Kingdom Women's Champion. Get to the... Shut up and let me get to the next one. Kaylee Ray, 649 days as NXT United Kingdom Women's Champion. Yay or nay? Yay. 
Cameron Anderson, you don't even know Katie oh, Ray. Who? Do you? who? Oh, okay. oh, no, sorry. We're Cam Alba Fire women. fans in this house. Cam hates women. No, I'm an Alba <laughs> Fire fan in this house. You're, you're a fan of shit gimmicks. Okay, cool. Pete Dunn's NXT United Kingdom Championship reign comes in at number 10 at 685 days. Yes, Queen. Oh. Magnificent. Cameron Anderson looks offended by your use of the term Yas Queen. Who? Who? I don't know this. Pete Dunn, fella. Also, I think it's highly inappropriate to use the term Yas Queen considering what has been going on lately and, of course, the passing of Her Royal Highness. So, highly Not my Queen. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, number nine, Roman Reigns. Currently, with his ongoing reign as Universal Champion. Oh, Who? yeah. <laughs> Moments, rains, 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 rains. Okay, this isn't the AEW all out predictions. You don't have to be <laughs> all over it. And also, it's got loads of British talent on it, so you should be loving it. Uh, number eight, Volta as the NXT United Kingdom champion for 870 days. Yay or nay? Big, scary Austrian man gets a yay. That's <laughs> one of the best reigns in the history of titles. Mid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you fucking die. Uh, <laughs> so, number seven is the Glamour Girls, who held the WWF World Women's Tag Team Championships for 906 days. Who are the Glamour Girls? They were. They are, to be fair, very old school. 1980, uh, National Wrestling Alliance sold the NWA World Women's Tag Team Championships to the WWF, if you can believe that. Velvet McIntyre and... No, no, no not that one. Uh, Velvet... <laughs> that's a bad combination of wrestlers, isn't it? Velvet McIntyre. And <laughs> Princess Victoria were champions when the titles were formally integrated into the WWF, though the latter was replaced by Desiree Peterson following a career-ending neck injury in 1984. Oh. following year... The team of Judy Mine and Leilana Kai would not only be awarded the titles, um, well, although they technically won them, believe it or not, at a WWF event in Egypt. Ooh. Awesome. Which means, of course, with this new news, that this is by far and away the greatest reign in the history of wrestling. This <laughs> is your new favourite team. <laughs> Egypt! <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, number six, Pedro Morales, who held the WWF World Heavyweight Championship for 1,027 days. This is back in the 70s, by the way. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. I guess, I guess nobody has it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, to be fair. Bruno San Martino comes in at number oh. five as the WWF Heavyweight Champion for 1,237 days. Oh, it's Bruno. It's Bruno San Martino. So, yeah. Well, I, watched a, I watched a video once. I think he said he wrestled an orangutan at a circus. Cool. I could make a horrible joke, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you after the no. um, so you bet, number, yeah. four, number four is Hulk Hogan's WWF World Heavyweight Championship reign of 1,474 days. Because it's Hulk Hogan, go fuck yourself. Um, oh, any opinions right. on that? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Number three, Bob Backlund held the WWF World Heavyweight Championship for 2,135 days. Right, now we're talking. This is an actual champion. What Backlund's Bob a badass. Backlund would destroy Volta in seconds. Walter would literally get... An, mate, if it was Volta versus um, Bob Backlund at Clash of the Castle, would have gone 18 seconds. Bob Chicken Backlund's a badass. Out. Bob, Backlund Bob Backlund is so cool. Modern day Bob Backlund could whip Walter. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt that. I, I wouldn't doubt that. I fucking would shut your mouth. Dude, it's Bob Backlund. Dude, it's Bob Backlund. It's Bob Backlund. Fuck Backlund's ass. What are it's, you on about, mate? It's Bob, Bob Backlund. He's it's fucking Bob. Superman. 
Bob Baxter's pretty, pretty fucking like. Yeah, jack. maybe the Superman of fucking. Well, actually, no, I'm not gonna say that either because that's really offensive. But <laughs> fuck you, Bob Backlund. Uh, number two is Bruno San Martino's longest reign as WWF World Heavyweight Champion of two thousand eight hundred and three days. We don't talk about Bruno. I fucking. Hate I ain't seen that movie. Fucking you haven't seen Encanto. Nope. I haven't seen it, but I have heard the song because Luna Tricks blasts it out of her car every time I see her and I want to fucking throttle her at it's a, it's a It's a good film. And Kat is a good fuck film. Up, Tamir, I hate you. And yeah. coming in at number one, the fabulous Moolah held the WWF Women's Championship for 10,170 days. Alright, um, so this is, the, uh, this is the goal to beat for me and Cruz when we become CWP Tag Team Champions. When we dethrone Good Goth Almighty at the next show. Breaking news. Uh, Good Goth Almighty will no longer be defending the tag team titles against Bromas. They have been replaced by SAG. Calm. SAG. Shits and giggles, man. Cam. Whoa. Do you want to know how many years 10,170 days is? I'm going to say Five. 30. Two and a half. You're close. Two and a half. And, and, uh, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, this Aaron's, podcast is over. I've had enough. Aaron's really close. It's it's about twenty eight years. Fucking twenty eight. Yeah. How many? Do we know how many times she defended that belt? Probably like six. Well, twenty eight years. Slave trafficking in it. Can like, you be about on. fifty if you were to hold a belt that long? Yeah, people live to 50, Tanvir. Wait, what? I don't think you will. <laughs> I don't think won't. you will. <laughs> Meanwhile, while I'm vaping... That's like what? Vaping. That's like, what? Half an Elizabeth reign. That's nothing. <laughs> that is arguably the greatest soundbite in the history of this podcast. I cannot wait to splice that and put it on Instagram. Right, I'm out of news <laughs> because I couldn't be asked to look anymore. Tanvir, anything you want to talk about? Any news that's... Uh, while you're... Giggling your ass off about half the Elizabeth reign. Oh my god. It's just because Cam can't do math. Um I'm more amused by half the Elizabeth reign. That is yeah. definitely gonna be the name of it. Yeah, yeah. Half, half Elizabeth reign. Uh there's not much news. I know AEW Grand Slam is starting in about an hour and a half. So that's, that's Oh yeah, Daniel Bryan's winning. Yeah, Brian Danielson's gonna become champ, hopefully. Really? Have they already announced that he will then or something? Was that leaked? Or... No, no they're... he's just winning. Who's he's he chasing? Just... Uh, John Moxley. All right. Yeah, so there's some wrestling apparently tonight. I look forward to watching Impact tomorrow because that'll be yeah. proper, proper good. Um, yeah, so it's time for any other business. Anything you want to talk about? I recently saw Get Out. Any good? Get Out's really good. I am. Um, I Lord checked Hill's first major film, right? Yeah, I checked okay. out another film that I think me and Carl spoke a lot of, but we, but none of us have seen. I finally saw Birds of Prey. It's really good. What? Yeah, I thought it was banging. Yeah, the Holly Quinn. Yeah, Holly Quinn. It's really good. <laughs> I, I'm a massive DC Marvel. I haven't seen I, this. Lady. I think no, it's worth right. the watch. I think you and McGregor would be a better Riddler than he was Black Mask, but he he was still a great Black Mask. He was still really good. I can't wait to isolate the soundbite of him saying he was still a great black mask. (laughs) 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 I want to talk about, oh, I did get my uh, habanero Nike uh, dunks, which are fucking well fit. 
Oh, my dad got some new shoes, actually. Hang on, I'm going to go grab them. I'll be too... Yeah. All right, this will make for a great fucking oh, podcast on YouTube. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to... Dad's shoes. Yeah, I'm going to throw it to something to you that you might be interested in. Because... Um, because oh. No, I'm still here, please. Oh, okay. No, it, it seems like uh, really bad timing, but I want no, to... No, that's cool. Yeah, because Capcom's doing Street Fighter Six and uh, Bandai just showed Tekken 8, I think Netherrealm might be going with Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 12. Well, Mortal Kombat 11 was fucking swag. So. Yeah, so people are people are still saying is that will, Yo. will Netherrealm do Injustice 3 or will they just skip Tambir it? is talking. Don't be so rude. That's fine. I want to see the shoes. I want yeah, to see the yeah, Check these out. Check these out. So these are my dad's <laughs> new ones. Yo! <laughs> That's the decoy. That's the decoy bet. I thought me and your dad were about to be best friends. I love crap. You I like... love crocs. Right, okay, you are officially banned from this fucking box. Dude, crocs are for gimps. I was a lifeguard. Crocs were the best. Those the vanchettas. <sighs> I believe they are the vanchetta. They're good, but are they as good as Habanero? Dunks. Look at that. They've even got fucking transparent sections out. on them. That, those are That's green. Fucking awesome. Green taken them out. These those are, are nice shoes. That bit there, the tick is all like suede and furry and shit. It's very naughty. Just have yeah. a nice smell of the fresh shoe. Yeah. Oh, I feel like Velveteen Dream right now. Oh my god! I'm. Going <laughs> <to> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Look at my shoe, guys. Huh. Oh, so you went to the toilet and left the camera on. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Honestly, I can't wait till we get sued. I got my shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are like, I'm sorry. How can you not? Crocs are for fucking freaks and Do, sexists. I, mate. I, I fucking would... hate Crocs. <laughs> I wear them around the house, but when I was a lifeguard, they were legit lifesavers because they were just like slip on and you could dash. You're supposed to be the lifesaver in that scenario. Uh, Yeah, they were were great. Crocs were awesome. Right. My dad goes camping a lot. I love Crocs. Fucking carry on camping. More like dogging. Fucking state of those (laughs) things, honestly. You tell Batista I hate him. Now Uh, I've got the image of Cam's dad just fucking in Crocs. (laughs) Just out in the wilderness. (laughs) Because you said dogging. It's <laughs> gone into the Lunar Tricks psyche. Oh my god! Yeah, Lunar Tricks has got it bad for your dad, fam. Um, yeah. So, anyone see that terrible shoot interview this week? What terrible shoot interview? The one that I did. Oh, I, I listened. Oh, to yeah, thanks for it. thanks for paying attention, Tanvir. I like Sorry. Crocs, and I don't watch any wrestle plug content, even though I'm uh, on. I do, I do. I just saw that you that you. Oh, uploaded. and you didn't bother to turn up last week. What the fuck were you up to? Oh yeah, yeah. Send us an invite, mate. Yeah, I'll definitely do it. I love being on it. Sorry, I I I, sta- I stayed up the night before watching Nintendo Direct and PlayStation. Oh, State how Cam's play. playing those? Like, I'm such a G because you mm. share your shoes with your dad, don't you? Yeah, we're the same size, so we just buy all the same shit. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, bottom line is, um, wow. yeah, stuff and things. It's shoes and dogging. Um, anything else? Um, God of War Ragnarok looks cool. <laughs> there's another yeah. film coming out? Well, there's another what film? What did, what did you say? Something looks cool? What was it? Oh, I said a God of War Ragnarok. Oh, I have no idea. It's like the next God of War game, isn't it? I've never played a God of War game. Aren't they exclusive to PlayStation? 
PlayStation, yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. be why, because I am not a virgin. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I'd say t- 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 the, f- the, the God of War 4, that's on PC now, so if you want to test that out, you can. Um, yeah, can we do a watch-along of Home Alone? Home Alone, the greatest Christmas film of all time, absolutely. Yeah, right. let's just do a watch-along of it. Can we just splice Crucy's face over Macaulay Culkin for the whole film? Home, home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Nah, one. Well, I said Home Alone, not Home Alone 2, so... Yeah, come on, man. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Keep I, up. Okay, what I do, you, do you think number two is better, Tanvir? I like flip-flop between between them, because I'm like, some years I'm like, oh yeah, I really flip-flops. like one. You wear those as well, you No, I don't. Kid. I can't. I can't wear flip flops. I you find know, they them call so them thongs in Australia. Do they? Yes, they do. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, which What's leads that? me to believe that a load of women are walking around with flip flops between their legs. Hey. <sighs> Romance does not approve. I'm retiring. Yeah, same. I'm uh, as soon as Tanvir admitted that he likes Crocs, and I've had him on too many podcasts. I'm just like, yeah, this is I'm kind of sorry. like a spider scenario where I just need to blowtorch the entire house, like just burn the fucking podcast to the What's ground. wrong with spiders? <laughs> They're fuck. What's wrong with spiders? What's right with them? They're fucking demonic little. They're cunts. cool. They are. Like I hate it when people are like don't kill them. Nah, fuck that shit, mate. Spiders are literally Satan's fucking warriors, mate. I'm not having yeah. that. Nah, spiders are the G's. That's that's if, going in the uh, romance hall of fame. If there's just spiders. like if, your slow motion camera, you fucking gimp. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm glad that uh, Cameron Anderson's camera has gone a bit wanky and bust because, frankly. Fuck that guy and his terrible opinions. Fuck you, Tanvir, for liking Crocs. Um, so, yeah, bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, plenty of news this week. None of it interesting whatsoever, but hopefully you enjoyed this State of Wrestling Address either way. And, of course, we'll ignore the fact that uh, Tanvir apparently finds it very funny. That- Me, what happened? What are you, blind? Jesus! Yeah. I apologise. It's cut. <laughs> We're done here, pal. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching the State of Wrestling Address from Cameron Anderson, who will no doubt be wrestling very soon and dismantling a couple of golf gimps for some tag titles from Tanvir Verdi, who will no doubt be wearing crops while watching Cameron Anderson's dad bang one out in a local <laughs> dogging site. And of course, from the Egyptian death machine, Aaron Nix, who will no doubt be offending every single person possible because he's a fat cunt. Thank you very much for watching the State of Wrestling Address, and we'll catch you very soon for more content on the Wrestle Plug. Whoa!